This is the Star Coach Show with Meg Rentschler, episode 373. When we map out the goals, we try to uncover a few key things. One of them is, is who do you need to be in order to accomplish this goal? Ask them, do you know anyone who's achieved this goal? What traits do they have? What sort of things do they do? How do they act? What do they do regularly? What are their habits? What are their routines? That was productivity and high performance expert, Ben Kirk, challenging us to think about who do we need to be to create the habits and routines that will change our lives and impact the work that we do with others. Join us as we explore this very important topic in this episode of The Star Coach Show. Hello, welcome to the show. It's great to have you here. We have a fabulous show for you today in both the topic and my guest. Our topic today is that we're going to lean into what are the habits and the routines that you are creating to have the kind of success and results you want in your life. Oh, but we are not stopping there because we are looking at not just how can you apply these messages and strategies to yourself, but how can you partner with others to create the kinds of habits and routines that make a difference in their lives. I'm Meg Rentschler. I am the host of the Star Coach Show. And in this message today, we are really looking at the difference we can make through those steps that we take every single day in our businesses, in our lives, as well as how we partner with those our clients, with the people that we lead to create their habits and routines as well. And I'm doing this today with my guest, Ben Kirk. Ben is a highly sought after productivity and high performance expert known for his direct approach in helping individuals and businesses achieve their goals. So Ben's mantra is do better, be better, win the day. And that really encapsulates his philosophy of self-discipline, consistency, and accountability. We've had shows talking about the importance of a methodology, a philosophy. Ben carries that through in the work with his clients. He has an innovative use of a custom-built, world-class digital platform that allows his clients to easily track their progress see those tangible results. His methods are designed to help his clients implement incremental changes that grow their success exponentially. Once again, another philosophy that Ben leans into that I love, that success-focused principle of small changes create major impact. Ben is known among his clients as their productivity PT. His accountability niche is tailored to the busy professional, so he offers efficient weekly 15-minute sessions that focus on the performance of the previous week, identifying obstacles, and outlining high-value tasks for the week ahead. 
All of this is tied to his client's quarterly and yearly goals, which were created using his proven method and digital platform. Ben's work is not just about improving productivity, it's about transforming lives. And he's going to share key strategies in our time together. So let's go to my interview with Ben Kirk. Ben, welcome to the Star Coach Show. It is wonderful to have you here. Thank you very much. It's fantastic to be here. We are talking about the important concept of are we applying the habits and the routines and leaning into patterns that help us grow our business or actually are our habits working against us? And so we want to, by the end of this interview and all you who are listening, Ben and I want you to walk away with some habits to try, some things to implement, both in the way you think about things and in the way that you're doing things that actually help you get the kinds of results that you want in life, in relationships. And I mean, boy, you're going to be so happy by the end of this interview, right? <laughs> Absolutely. It's going to be great. And I mean, all these things are so important and we're going to learn how we, by stacking habits, it makes routines, by making, by having a solid routine, how it's going to help you improve week on week on week on week. And that's super important when they're tied into your goals as well. So we're going to unpack all of that. Exactly. And who wouldn't want that? Sign me up already. So where, when we think about stacking goals, when we think about having routines that work for us, just it, where do we want to start today in this exploration? Yeah, it's, let's start in two separate directions. Let's, let's start on both the side of when people first come to us and they're feeling a little bit overwhelmed, everything's got gone a little bit crazy, and they're wondering, well, what are we going to do? And then we can also uh, um, come from the, the uh, perspective of, okay, let's look at the goals and how we're going to try to achieve these goals and what do we need to put in place regularly to achieve the goals. So people come to me on both sides of that, and I'm happy to go mm -hmm. either direction there, but maybe it's easy to sort of start with, what happens if someone comes in and completely overwhelmed? What could we do there? What habits can we can we put in place? Is it too late to start putting a habit or a routine or something like that in place? And I think I a lot that. of people might feel that it might be might be too late. Yeah. Well, and I like that, Ben, from a couple different directions. First of all, my favorite interviews tend to be interviews where we as the coach can receive the information and apply it to our own lives. And we can mm. also glean information and awareness when we're sharing something that we can be in that place of, I have clients who come to me who are in overwhelm, who might be mm. in that place of spin and, and I don't know what to do next. So, so what Ben and I are going to share can apply both to you personally and give you things to think about and and skills to apply with the clients who come to you are in overwhelm. So it's like a double bubble kind of interview. You can get you can get perspective on both ends. So let's start in that place of somebody's coming to you and they're in overwhelm. They're they're spinning, they don't have any traction. However we want to say that, what do you do mm. when somebody comes to you and they're just <laughs> like that? Yeah, so I I leave a little bit, little bit of an example when it comes to uh, 
putting some drill or putting some sort of habit in place that we can break that pattern straight away of feeling feeling that overwhelm. And so one thing that that uh, I found has been really helpful is a, a series of things which are called brain dump or immediate action drills. And militaries around the world have something called immediate action drills. They have things called SOPs. And, and an immediate but an immediate action drill is when maybe you're out on in, in the field and something happens with your, with your weapon, you learn straight away, if this happens, I'm going to do this straight away. Whereas an, an SOP is more like a pattern of, of actions that you need to do, uh, a routine as such, or something like those lines, which is going to help the process and then fix things going forward. So I, I look at this as a, as a bit of an immediate action drill. And what I have people to do is a brain dump. A couple okay. of different methods you can do brain dump, but let's just get it all out on the paper. Personally, I love the mind map, but what we've found is that unless you've got a big whiteboard, it's really hard to just just go all out against it and just, just to write everything you've got in your mind and just make that one crazy man's big whiteboard or the mind map software is, is a little bit hard to sort of just jot everything down. So it's hard to do a jump in, in the software. Yeah. 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 Is. So it's like it's got to be get thrown up onto a page of paper first or just 100%. throw it up somewhere yeah. and then you yeah. can use the software and those kinds of things. Absolutely. And some softwares are, are, are great at it, but what I tend to just get people to do is it's a piece of paper and just in a line piece of paper and just list it all out. Bam, 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 bam. Get all those things out of your head. Once that's there on the page, you're able to start get some perspective on actually what's going on. And you give yourself so a really you short time. When you say get it off. all onto the paper, all the spinning thoughts is basically what you're saying. Anything that's in your brain, you're dumping onto yeah. the paper. Absolutely. Absolutely. And, and we could do it, first of all, on just one blank piece of paper. But what I really love is the Eisenhower matrix. So the Eisenhower matrix being when it's, it's that two by two across the top there, you've got important from high importance to low importance. Along the side, you've got urgent from high urgency to, 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 to low urgency. The top left-hand quadrant is that uh, urgent and important. That's the sort of like stuff you really got to do now. At the top right is the important but not urgent stuff. That's the sort of thing that you're always pushing off. Most people, if it sits in there because it's not urgent, they're pushing it off, pushing it off, but they could be your highest leverageable tasks. They could be those tasks that we really need to focus on, put habits in, put routines in to make sure that we do them every week to make sure that we are achieving those highly leverageable, high-profile tasks. Continuing on with the two by two, you've got the urgent but not important. That's sort of like little spot fires or something that just comes across your desk. You've got to deal with this. What it's that thing that yells loudest. And then you've got the not urgent and not important stuff, which really, why would you even be considering doing it at all if it's not urgent and it's not important? Um, okay. Or you can so, delegate defer. So you're you're recommending that in the brain dump, we actually do this two by two and oh. Dump them into the buckets as you're as you're thinking about them. Is this urgent but not important? Is it urgent and important? Mm. I mean, you you're wanting the dump to actually land in the buckets. It'd be awesome if people can do that. And when they've done it a few times, like mm -hmm. once a week, for example, uh, they'll get quite good at doing that. 
But sometimes okay. or, or early on, you might just want to go onto that sheet of paper and get everything out and then get a bit more perspective and move it across. It depends okay. on that state of overwhelm. Sometimes mm-hmm. it's just easier to say, hey, we've got to make it as easy as we can for people and just get it out, get it out, get it out. And so if that is just that line piece of paper, let's just get out on that. And then maybe as a coach, we can help them then apply it to those boxes or they'll start to get used to applying it to the boxes themselves. So they're sort of like those first those first two steps. By doing this, though, whenever they start to feel overwhelmed, if they do it once a week, we're starting to create a habit on this. And what we want to, what we want to be able to do and what we want to be able to help our clients do is start to know when things get overwhelmed, let's just get it out there, let's, let's get perspective on things. And that way, in the time that they're not with us, they're able to sort of keep take care of themselves. And then when they come to us, we can do some of that deep work, some of the really uncovering what are those major obstacles that are holding you back. So I sort of look at it from in, in that way. Uh, and also, uh, here's a quick analogy as a personal trainer. So a mm-hmm. personal trainer might only see their clients once or twice a week. Sometimes it's only once a week, but you still expect them to focus on their nutrition and still expect them to focus on their other training through those other days of the week because one time a week, once a week is not going to be enough. Now, as a coach, sometimes we only see our clients once a week. Well, I see them once a week, but sometimes it's once a fortnight or it's once a month. What can we give them that they can use for all those other times? We just don't want it to be that one day they see us or the day after they see us to be the best day in their month because that's another 29 days. They are not really doing too well. So we want to try to give them the tools that they can do daily. This is one option that they can do uh, that really helps getting it out and looking at things with perspective. So while people might be familiar with this, I want to real quickly give them the four, what are the four corners? Again, I'm familiar with those, but I not everybody listening Definitely. might be familiar. Go through the the four by four again. Yeah. Or the two so by four it's a, or whatever. It's a, it's a two by two matrix. If you look across the top, we've got important. And therefore we have from a high importance to a low importance. And then down the left axis, we have urgency so high urgency and low urgency so when you sort of plan it all out in that box you've got something that is important and urgent you have something that's important but not urgent you have something that's urgent but not important and not urgent and not important so they're they're the quadrants that we try to uh to allocate our tasks into and if that description didn't help anymore i actually have it as a free template on my website as well uh because it is just so it is just so useful uh and so that that's up there people can download and the other sort of brain dump stuff is there as well and they're just fillable pdfs it's nothing super fancy but it's enough to get started and that's what we're trying to help people do is just get started, get some positive habits, right? And then we can stack them in the routine. Excellent. So that's the first positive habit. And we will have links to connect with Ben and his website in the show notes for this episode. So that's the first. We've got somebody who's overwhelmed, or we ourselves are in overwhelm. We need to do a brain dump. Ideally, mm. do a brain dump into the the two by two. But even if you do a brain dump onto paper, and I loved your idea, Ben, of getting your clients to do the brain dump onto paper, and then you as the coach can say, okay, Mm. where do these fit on this matrix? Where do, you know, you can help then through that dump into, let's explore where these fit. And then maybe even the rationale on where they fit, talking that through is going to create additional clarity for your clients. 
Certainly. And we have the Love skills it. to ask those those clarifying questions to help them mm-hmm. assess. Because sometimes still when people are, have overwhelm, sometimes they can't see the wood for the trees. It's hard to assess right. these sort of things because everything's urgent. And then you've yeah. got to ask them a little bit more about that. And as coaches, we have those skills that we can do that. And as we do that, what we're doing is role modeling to the client. The client can begin to ask themselves those questions, begin to to explore. And if this is a daily or weekly habit that we're getting them to do, then they can start to self-coach around some of that. So I love that. Yeah. Okay. So that's what one thing that we can do if we're in complete spin or if a client is in complete spin then you you've talked about what can happen if somebody's coming and they're saying i've got goals i'm just not reaching my goals so maybe it's it's coming from a a more positive state than complete spin what do you do with that situation yeah, I, I really enjoy coming from the goals perspective as well. So often I've got a chance to help them create these goals or they've done my 10 by 10 challenge or my goal setting challenge and they've come to me and say, hey, Ben, all right, I've done this ebook, done the challenge. And you said at the end of the challenge, I get a free call with you. I want that free call. It's like, okay, cool. Let's let's do that and let's start plotting out some of these goals. And when we when we map out the goals, we try to uncover a few key things one of them is, is who do you need to be in order to accomplish this goal? Ask them, do you know anyone who's achieved this goal? What traits do they have? What sort of things do they do? How do they act? What do they do regularly? What are their habits? What are their routines? And so we go through, and if they don't know someone, maybe, maybe they've got a friend or maybe they've seen someone that's that's achieved that goal. Maybe they just have this this, this ideal that, they, that they're trying to move towards. So that question is really, really important. It's about another seven or eight questions in there that we go through, but that helps give us an insight. And they're like, oh, this person, they, they bounce out of bed in the morning and they're, they're straight off the gym and they hit the gym for an hour and they actually run to the gym and they run home and they're, they're doing all these crazy, wonderful, amazing things. And they wake up and of course, they look over their feet and they can see the beach and this is great. And then they turn around, they've got the Ferrari in the driveway and all this sort of stuff. Maybe that's the, you know, okay, I might've exaggerated a little bit, but that's the sort of thing that people are creating when they're thinking about this, this ideal. And what we try to then move towards is that, what are the regular habits and routines these people are doing? What are they thinking first thing in the morning? Are they doing affirmations? Are they, are they rewriting out their goals every morning as well? Are they, do they have all their notifications turned off on their phone so they don't get notifications till midday? Or uh, are they making themselves something really healthy for breakfast? Or we try to uncover all of those elements. And then out of that, it's just dropping out routines and it's dropping out habits that we might need to start to implement. Love that. So let's once again, take that view from that might be how you would engage with a client who's reaching for particular goals. If you as the coach are looking at what are the habits that I want to establish to build a business that is going to work for me, going on that then, I'm assuming that we would then say, well, what are the ha- what are the people who have the kinds of businesses that you are striving toward, what are their daily habits? What do you know to be true about Tony Robbins or Brenda Burchard or somebody that you might Mm. be striving to build something like they have, Amy Porterfield? Like who are the, 
icons that you're looking toward and what yeah. do you know to be true about their daily habits? Is that accurate? Absolutely. Well, I mean, we can certainly shoot that high, but I think sometimes it's also important to have a look at people that have a life a bit kind of like our lives where we do have uh, um, a lot of family commitments or we are supporting the whole family or we have maybe a little bit less control over our time than some of those people have as well and try to have a think about maybe how they were 10 years ago (laughs) or maybe how how they were 20 20 years ago as well. Chunk it down, Meg. You were shooting a little too high. Okay. No, I'm not not saying we're shooting too high, but we need to also have this little bit of realism to our goals when we set them as well, as far as they need to be stretch goals, but we need to have, as as Brian Tracy says, about 50-50 chance of actually achieving them. But so I, I want to try to find someone that's at about that level and then I can pull pull uh, apart their goals and routines because they goals and routines and uh, so habits and routines are going to change over time. Yes. They're, they're absolutely going to change over time, depending on our lifestyle, depending on our commitments, depending on financial situation, depending on how much control we have over our time, depending on where we live at the time, all those sort of depending on our fitness of the time, all those things are going to have an impact. So let's have a look at so maybe, you know, in five years time or, 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 or maybe it's been a coach, your mentor that you've had previously, who's maybe five years ahead of where you are today and try to model those habits and and those routines and as you know, i think it was uh uh tony robbins that talks about modeling i mean we're just trying to mm-hmm. to model these people that that we idolize or that we want to take some of their traits from and habits Love and routines that. are the best way to do that we'll be right back to my interview with ben kirk after this message are you a coach who's passionate about making a difference but feeling a bit stuck lately? Do you find yourself wrestling with any of these questions? Why am I not gaining the traction I desire in my business? What is holding me back? Is it a lack of clarity? Is it certainty? Confidence? The support that I need? Where can I take my bubbling ideas to test them out or get my pressing questions answered? If any of these resonate with you, then it's time to do something different. It's time for a game changer. I have an exciting opportunity that's tailor-made for you, the Star Coach Community. Now, this isn't just any community. It's a powerhouse designed specifically for coaches to dismantle the barriers that are keeping them from soaring to the heights that they're capable of the heights that you're capable of. Imagine a place where clarity blooms for you, washing away the fog that surrounds your business vision, that certainty guides you and your decisions to create strategies and build your confidence, that support wraps around you like a warm hug where you need it the most. This is what the STAR community is all about. It is really a vibrant hub where you connect with fellow coaches weekly, sharing insights and experiences, where you learn from mentors and industry experts who've walked that path before you and know the shortcuts. 
where you grow your coaching business with actionable advice that translates into real world success, that you expand your coaching with demos and skill exploration. Now, often I see coaches really letting their coaching dreams simmer on the back burner. And what I wanna challenge you to do is pull it to the front burner, let's stir that pot, add some spice, and bring your aspirations to a rolling boil. Dedicate just one hour a week to engage within the community and watch as your obstacles disappear and begin to instead turn into opportunity. Here's what you gain by joining the community. Networking opportunities where you rub your elbows with other coaches, create partnerships, or simply get your questions answered and create clarity. You get expert guidance, real access to industry experts that can offer you wisdom through hot seat coaching, through new exploration around ideas and the advice that they can give because they have walked the path before you. You witness coaching in real time through live demonstrations that give you nuances towards masterful coaching and direct feedback and community support. Wouldn't it be great to have a group of peers who understand your challenges and cheer you on every step of the way? Your true purpose is calling you. Are you answering? It's time to change the game and step into seriousness about what you can really be and the impact you can have. So, Join us in the Star Coach community. Learn more at starcoachshow.com slash community. Starcoachshow.com slash community. Now, let's get back to the show. So you talked about that you do a challenge around goals. How do you help people get clearer about the goals that are going to help move them forward. Yeah, thanks. It's um so many people don't seem to write goals because they become so complex. There are so many different elements of information that's out there from different gurus, from different books, from this, from that. You need to write your goals smart. Now, actually, you should be writing your goals smarter. There's an ER on the end, which is, has, has some sort of evaluate and review on there as well. Or maybe uh, you should be doing your goals as positive affirmations, or maybe you should do them as I will do this, or I have done this, or how do we write these goals? What elements do we need to have? Do we need to have things so that they're trackable? How trackable do they need to be? Do we need to do them in one year, two years, five years? So my way of doing goals, I try to just keep it as simple, as simple as possible for someone who's first starting out with it. And in, in fact, with a goal setting challenge, the first, if you do the five days, the first day, if you do the 10 days, the first two days is just writing out 10 things you want to be, do and have. 10 things be, do, have. It can be, they can be three word answers. It can be a one word answer. It could be just new car. Or it could be new house or mortgage-free or travel next year or something like that. Mm -hmm. 
But just 10 things you want to be, do, have, because we want to set up a real positive habit each day of thinking about our future. And if we can do that 10 days in a row, then we're really starting to see some traction. And so whether it's the five-day or the 10-day challenge, that's how day one starts or the first part of it starts. Then we start adding in a um, maybe a, a, some, some categories or we might start adding in a timeline. And so through the course of the, um, of the challenge, you're starting to add more ele- elements into it, make it a bit more complex, a bit more complex. I throw some tips in there. I say, hey, look, when military write goals or mission statements, it's got this, this, and this in it. Hey, why don't you try this? And, and we're just trying to work out what works for them. Uh, and by the end of it, they've got 10 pretty good goals. Not only that, there's one key part of this, which I just neglected to say in the, in the challenge, you can't look at the day before. So you write out your 10 things you want to be, do, have, if you're doing the 10 day challenge, the next day, you've got to write out another 10, not another, you write out 10 things you want to be, do, have without looking at But you're at not the day looking before. at what you wrote the but day you're before. You're not looking. So this is awakening your subconscious. What are those things? By any of those 10 days, things start popping up that maybe you had in day one and day two, and then you missed in the middle, and then it starts coming towards the end. These are some real true goals now. This is bringing you to subconscious. This is why I love the 10-day challenge as opposed to the five-day because there's more chance of this to pop out. But unfortunately, in this day and age, 10 days is too long for most people, so we go to five. Uh, But the 10 by 10 challenge did come from Brian Tracy. He's used it so many times. He actually hasn't published it in any of his books. It's just been passed on word of mouth to his students, essentially. So I have sort of published it into an ebook, but I've made a few little, little, little tweaks in there. And it is so powerful. It really works. I recommend everyone do the 10 day. But if you want to just get going, set goals, let's just get that five day. And it's going to start with just 10 things you want to be, do, have. In fact, you can do it right now. They can do it right now. They can just write out 10 things they want to be, do, have. It's so fast, five minutes, and it's out there. And then you've started. You started with your goals. And so that, that's just for someone who maybe hasn't written goals for, for six months. But as coaches, I would think that we have done goals a little bit more recently than that. But there is a saying about the plumber and his taps. So the plumber does have drippy taps. Uh, so And the shoemaker's and children have no shoes. Yes. That's that's right. That's right. So I think we can all feel a little bit guilty on that from time to time. Mm-hmm. So 10 things you want to be, do, have, and do that for 10 days without looking at the day before. Without looking at the day before. And if they want to make a little bit more complex as it goes, in my ebook is when it sort of starts adding in some other elements. So, hey, why don't you try putting a time on this, a deadline okay. maybe, or why don't you try putting something that's measurable or something like that. But we okay. we, we scale it as we go. Because if, if, if people are like, oh, I've got to have this perfect goal, it's got to be measurable, it's got to have this in it, it's got to have a deadline in it, it's got to have that in it. They're like, am I writing one sentence or can it be a two sentence or can it be a sentence with a comma in it? Does it need to be like, what does this need to look like? It's too complex and people just don't do it. So when it comes to the goals, I just try to make it super, super simple. So they do it, get the habit of actually doing it. And that kind of fits into, because we talked about in the pre-interview that we want to have daily activities. We want to have a week, this weekly. So, so some of the daily activities that I'm sure we've touched on some of those, but what would you consider daily activities if we are building habits that help propel us forward? What are some of those activities that we might hmm. consider? Certainly. So when, when we've set our goals up, if we start to work out 
what are some major leverageable tasks in those goals that we can accomplish? Uh, And then we start to break them down a bit further and work out what of these can we put into a routine? So what's something that we can do each day? Now, we've got a couple of of clear analogies there. It could be like losing weight, for example. Well, what can we do losing weight? Well, there are, of course, a few different course of actions. We can go really crazy for one month and not eat anything, and and we're going to lose weight. Is that going to achieve that goal where it might, but what's going to happen afterwards? Or Is it sustainable? Yeah. Yeah, is it sustainable? So, well, no, that one particularly isn't. But what happens if we do a little bit every day? What sort of things or habits or routines can we put in place to lose that weight over a period of time? What are things we can do every day? Just little things. We don't need to do absolutely go absolutely crazy over, over anything. Just little steps, little steps, little steps. So the weight loss analogy is an easy one. Building muscle is the same sort of thing. Is it? You can't just suddenly go lift 300 pounds of weight and go, oh, my muscles are going to be huge. I have to lift this. No, we've got to work up to it. Maybe it's growing your business. Maybe it's business development. And so in business development, it's like, well, I need to get more leads or I need to speak to maybe, maybe again, tons of leads. You need to be able to call those people, but you're not calling all those people. Maybe there's, you know, there's some sort of networking that we need to do. What's something that we can schedule in regularly, start building into a routine or a habit that we can do to to build our business. It might be calling five people a day. Now, I've worked with salespeople that are supposed to call maybe, let's say, about 100 calls a week. And they'll come to me and they go, hey, Ben, I'm just not making my 100 calls. I say, well, that's only 20 calls a day. What else do you do throughout the day? But anyway, we, we, we might right. get to that later. But it's like, I've got to make 100 calls in a week. And then they leave everything to a Friday. They try to make 100 calls on a Friday and they don't and they don't achieve it. And then I'll say, well, actually, what we're going to start doing is we're going to start with doing just 10 calls a day. And they're like, no, 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 I can't. We can't just do 10 calls a day. I've got to do 100 calls this week. So when was the last time you actually did 100 calls? Oh, I've never done 100 calls. Okay. When was the last time you actually did 50 calls? That was in the last week of last month or the last quarter because I had to get my my sales figures. Okay, well, that was 50. So you've done that once. When was the last time you regularly made 20 calls in a week? Yeah, okay, that kind of seems to be my bottom line. I normally hit 20 calls. Okay, great. What we're going to do and what we're going to implement now is 10 calls a day. We're just going to do 10 calls a day. And they're going to they're going to try to do it and they might fail. And we're going to implement five calls a day mm-hmm. instead. We're going to come down. Make sure that habit or that routine we're putting in place can be s- successful. We've got to get the wins. It's the reason I call my business win the day because we've got to get these regular wins. We've got to stack up those positive wins and then we can start to increase them. Then we can start bringing them up to 10 or 15 calls once we establish those habits in place. So we're going to really make sure that we that we sit those habits in place, whether it's five, whether it's 10, whether it's 15, we're going to string a few weeks together and then we're going to lift it up. And so that's that ties in directly into their health so not the health and fitness goals, or maybe, but into the business development goals. Right. So if they want to make $100,000 this year, let's break that down to what we need to do each quarter. Let's break that down into how many calls we need to make to get how many leads, to get how many clients. And then we set that up as a as a routine, but we make sure we do it so we get the wins regularly first. It's not overwhelming. So ourselves we break it down into a place that we're getting the wins. We're building yeah. that muscle off of success. Even if we have to chunk it down, chunk it down, chunk it down, we're creating a success and then we're building those daily activities based on that. That's right. And if we need to chunk it it. down into something super small, then we need to do that. But 
in most cases, that sort of consistency is going to be more than what people have done in a little bit of flash in the pan calls or something along those lines. Well, I love that that you're like, you know, people push back against that and you're like, well, let's be realistic. When's the last time you had the kind of success that you're talking about? I, I will be fully transparent. I was with my accountability partners this that we meet on Thursdays. And I was like, I am going to do a live every single day and uh, a live to my social media audience. And mm. and one of my partners said, Meg, do you think that that's just kind of shooting for the star? I mean, like, what could you do that like once a week could you do or could you do once, uh, you know, twice a week? And because she knew that I was like telling myself I had to do that. But the last time I've done a live every single day, it's been a while. So, yeah, same kind of thing, Ben. Like, what can I do to actually be successful in that? Yeah. So then you talk about, uh, so I'm trying to kind of build up. So we're talking about these mm -hmm. daily activities, but you also talk about a weekly review process. What's the weekly yeah. review process? The weekly review process is probably one of the biggest success habits that I have come across that people do. Now, some people call it journaling, which is cool. Journaling is good, but the weekly review is really focusing on some key success markers, some key uh, questions that are working towards growth from week to week. And okay. whether that that is something that, yes, you can absolutely do it yourself. And I've got templates so people can do that weekly review process themselves. But this is where the accountability sort of partners can tie in, is that they can do that with their accountability partners or with a accountability coach who's going to really ask those, really dive deep on some of the answers that are given there and say, hey, like, I think you're, um, actually, I wouldn't even say, I think you're making excuses. I'll say, mate. You're making an excuse here. You didn't do something that you said you're going to do last week. It's been two weeks in a row now. You said it was an important part of your goals. We built it into your quarterly plan and you still haven't done it. What is going on? Let's talk about what is that obstacle that's holding you specifically back on that task. And we might uncover that they actually don't value the task. Or we might uncover that they just have no idea what they're doing. Or we might uncover a fear of failure in it because it's actually having to go out and do something huge. So there's the coaching comes in, the, the chunking down, all, all, all that sort of stuff. The way that I do my weekly reviews now is a bit different because now my whole business is actually built around the weekly review and the accountability coaching is that we developed an app that does it as well. So we have my clients will go through an app, they'll fill out a form. Uh, it's just asking those questions, a few tick boxes on, on where they rate themselves on certain things, and it's trackable over time. So it plots all these success markers will plot over time can, so we can see when things are working well, when they're not, what are some uh, indicators that things aren't going to be perhaps going so well in a couple of weeks or we're able to sort of learn from it and we're looking to tie in AI to it and all that sort of stuff as well. But because everything's been so focused around this weekly review, it's purely because it's been so important. And now, yeah, that's that's the way that we operate. And yeah, some key questions, you know, what can you learn? What can you take forward from this? Uh, what are some ways as a coach that I can help you? But it means that they're coming to my coaching session prepared. It means I'm no longer doing a one-hour session with them. I'm now doing a 15 to 20-minute session with them. They're prepared. I've seen it in advance. I know like, ah, oh, there are some key things that are standing out to me here. I am now going to focus on these uh, and we're going to go deep on it. And yeah, it's been incredibly effective. So cool. 
let me ask you this. What was it like to to develop an app? <laughs> it was it was six months. It was it was hard work. Luckily, I've got two guys that are super smart when it comes to the, the development side of things. They asked me so many great questions to get started about how I operate with this. I, um, I had them on as coaching clients so that they sort of knew how I thought. I had them go through the 10 by 10 challenge. I had them do a bunch of my onboarding. They really understood how we operated. And so we actually built it uh, using monday.com. Monday.com can be extremely customizable and you can sort of build your own apps through that as well. So our first iteration has been built via Monday while we're now building the other standalone app that's going to have a lot more other sort of bells and whistles involved. But Monday's given us, because, you know, when you're, you're doing things iteratively and so you're like, ah, oh, this doesn't work, let's, let's modify this. It's super easy to do on a structure like Monday as opposed to when you're starting to really code, hard code that into an app. I've been there before. I've worked with developing apps before and that is really, really tough. So we've gone the simple way. It's an 80% solution. It's not quite there, but I can also tweak things. So it's like, ah, oh, got some client feedback on this one. They'd like to have this changed a little bit. Great. Okay, I'm going to tweak that. And so it's better. It was six months. I did wind back my coaching business a little bit. And as far as I wasn't actively seeking new clients because I was pretty full up, but um, really starting to reap the rewards and been able to do these 15 to 20 minute sessions that are super impactful, supported by the app. This is, it's just up and up from here, I think. It's amazing. You know, um, I like to have coaches on who are doing different things and bringing, you know, working together with technology and and creating different experiences uh, for their clients. So that's I appreciate you sharing that because that's, you know, the, the sky's the limit. There are so many different things we can be doing with our clients to help them reach their goals and you partnering with the app to create this kind of accountability coaching with your clients is really exciting. Yeah. And it, it was like we were using some other apps previously, some other coaching apps that didn't quite do things the way that I like to do it. And yes, I can be a little bit specific. I'm, I am an entrepreneur. I like to sort of build things and create things as well. And I was trying so hard to shoehorn into these other sort of coaching apps. And there are so many out there and there are great ones. I mean, I used a couple, some of them for a couple of years, but it was just time to really create something when I finally, that, that little combination clicked really of like, right. okay, this is what I do now. This is, this is my thing. And now let's go all in on this. Love that. So Ben, thank you for your time. As we wrap up our time together today, when we think about uh, giving tools and um, ideas about how our habits, what we need to be doing to build habits that help us be successful in business, help our clients be successful in reaching their goals, anything, mm. any final parting words that you want to share with us? Thank you. Yes, look, I think it's really important to start on that sort of 30,000 foot level, looking at your goals and then breaking things down into your, whether it's quarterly goals, whether it's monthly goals or monthly sort of milestones, I guess, weekly objectives, daily tasks. What habits can we do that's going to make it easier for us to move the needle on those daily or weekly tasks? And if you can break things down to that level, there's a book, The One Thing, which has a great um, clarifying question, and I never say it correctly, but it's basically, what is the one thing I can do that's going to move the needle the most on this, on my business or on this project? 
asking that question. What is the one thing that I can do that's going to move the needle the most? And it's little questions like that that can be super, super effective. So I think um, that's just a, you know, a clarifying question. Then you may be able to turn that into a habit. You have to stack your habits, turn them into routines. So, and don't forget your weekly review. The most important habit slash routine that I've come, come across is ask yourself, take lessons from the week that's been and apply it to the week coming. Just get that continual growth. It's the best way to do it. You can do it daily if you want. But why do it like, why start with something crazy doing it every day? Let's just start with getting that win once a week. When we've got that, then we can bring it in daily. Love it. Ben Kirk, thank you so much for joining us on the Star Coach Show and sharing this important information. Hey, you're welcome. It's been a lot of great fun. And I hope that uh, there are some real actionable, actionable takeaways that people can start to implement right now. You can use this with your clients and you can use it with yourself. It's a double bubble win. Thank you, Ben. 100%. Thank you. I hope that you enjoyed that interview with Ben as much as I enjoyed doing it. And I challenge you to think about what are those routines and habits you're going to put in place to create the kind of impact and life you really want to have. If you want to know more about the work that Ben does, go to starcoachshow.com slash 373. Or if you're watching us on YouTube, grab those links below and connect with Ben and the offers that he has for you. My conversation with Ben continues in the Star Coach community. If you'd like to know more about what you can gain in this vibrant community, check it out at starcoachshow.com slash community, starcoachshow.com slash community. Now you want to be sure that you come back next week as I welcome Dr. Marsha Reynolds back to the show for her trifecta, her third interview with us, where we're talking about breakthrough coaching, how to create those kinds of breakthroughs with your clients that are transformational for them. If you're enjoying the show, please consider leaving a rate and review wherever you listen and be sure to subscribe so that you never miss an episode of the Star Coach Show. So this is Meg Rentschler wishing you the very best for your coaching success, for your meeting your goals and creating the kind of difference you want in the world. We'll see you next week.